When God speaks of truth, what is the first thing you need to believe to listen to that truth? Well, you need to believe in God. For example, if I did not believe God created everything, then I don't believe in God. If I do believe that God created, I can be led to the truth about Jesus. Truth that comes from his inspired word. So when God's truth teaches us about Jesus, that Jesus is the Christ who was born human by a human mother, what do you first need to believe? First, you need to believe that God is God. And then what he says is truth. And his truth about Jesus is what we need to know to be born of God. So Jesus' apostles have been given a task. It's a task of truth giving. It is this truth about Jesus, belief in Jesus, that brings people the opportunity to be born of God. And the truth that God requires is a lifestyle of obedience to his son. 1 John chapter 5, 1 and 2. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. So the lesson is called Born of God. Three points are manger, world, and overcome. So first point, manger. What is foundational for us as faithful Christians is not necessarily foundational for other people. We believe Mary, Jesus' mother, was impregnated by the Holy Spirit supernaturally. That she was still a virgin even after giving birth to Jesus. And that Joseph did not know her until after the birth of Jesus. Matthew chapter 1, 18 through 25. We believe that Jesus' place of birth was not a palace. It was a manger in the small town of Bethlehem. It was here that shepherds, guided by an angel of the Lord, viewed his birth. Luke chapter 2, 1 through 21. Where does this belief come from? Well, it comes from God's word. Now, if I were to claim that Jesus was not born of a supernatural birth, how likely am I to believe the Gospel of Matthew and Luke. This would show that I do not believe in God, right? At least in a way that shows I will follow his teachings. So would you say that believing this truth is believing in Jesus? Yes, but, it is, but is it all we need to know to believe 
in Jesus. There's an expansion of truth that comes from understanding the supernatural reality of Jesus' birth. We can look backwards in the teachings of Christ, specifically the birth, uh, and look at a bigger picture. For example, in the Apostle John's Gospel, it starts out by Jesus uh, teaching that the Word was with God and the Word was God, John 1.1. 1, 1. In verse 14, it says that this Word became, what? Flesh and dwelt among us, verse 14. This Word who became flesh, who is God, was also with God the Father, the creator of everything. In verse 3, without him nothing was made that had been made. Are we starting to get a bigger picture of who Jesus Christ is? Now knowing this and believing this truth, our foundation of truth in Jesus Christ as the Son of God is growing. So let's look forward from the time of his birth. We know that God, the separate entity from the Father, became human. We learn about his physical growth. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. We learn about his ministry. Luke chapter 4, 14 through 15. And we learn about his sacrifice on the cross. Matthew chapter 27 through 28. So we continue to learn about God's nature and through the truth found in Scripture. God loves all people, and he wants all people to be saved. This was the plan that God had before the foundations of the earth were even established. The plan of salvation. Now, Isaiah was a great prophet of God. You may have read my news article on Isaiah. Though many of his prophecies were unfavorable for Judah, similar to Jeremiah, the reality is not everything he wrote he saw in person. Much of it was predictive in nature. Not all of it, but much of it. He didn't live when Babylon took over as a superpower and made Jew captive Judah, but he prophesied about it. Or when Cyrus, the great of the Persians and the Medes, took over Babylon, and he prophesied Cyrus by name. He wasn't even alive when Cyrus was born. But this truth doesn't teach us about the greatness of Isaiah. It teaches us about the greatness of God. It is to help us believe in God. As you've read Jeremiah, you know how the people treated Jeremiah. His prophecies were not positive for the nation of Judah at that time. What did they do to him? They did many things to him, throwing in a mist cistern. How long did it take for people to understand that Jeremiah's words were God's words? 
We have it in our Old Testament as God's words. Why? Because what he spoke came true, even though they didn't believe it at that time. Was Isaiah similar? They could prove that what he taught was true because what he prophesied early on about Babylon, about Assyria, about this, that, and the other came true. What about those other things that he talked about? The Messiah. That's what, 800 years after Isaiah lived? Did they come true too? Well, if the one, some things came true, we know why Isaiah's writing prophecies are in our scripture. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. Now within Isaiah's writings come all these teachings, the rise of Babylon, the rise of the Medes and the Persians, and the Greeks under Alexander the Great. Also, Isaiah prophesied about a time under Roman rule centered around Christ. Isaiah spoke about the forerunner. We know he's called John the Baptist, as was spoken about in the kids' class this morning. Isaiah 40, 3 through 5. Is it any doubt that when other prophecies came true, they could look forward to a forerunner? The virgin birth. Isaiah 7.14 The death of Christ on the cross, the suffering servant teachings. Isaiah 52 in the kingdom of God is talking about. Isaiah 2, 2 through 4. So is being born of God just admitting that Jesus is the Son of God? It includes more. It includes more. Think about the world. The concept of the world is brought up much in 1 John. Mostly, or many times, it is that which does not teach the truth of God. Specifically, the truth about Jesus, his origins, his humanity, his purpose, and his church. Now, Jesus wants to save the world, rather those who are in the world, right? From their worldly thinking and their worldly actions, but they must change their way of thinking to listen to God rather than men. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 1 John 2, 15. See what kind of love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. 1 John 3, 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. 1 John 4, 1. Every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. 1 John 4, 3. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, 
our faith, 1 John 5, 4. So our faith is what? Our faith comes from what we know. Is our faith alone by itself the victory? No. It is our faith in Jesus that brings about the victory. Chapter 5, verses 4 through 5. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? And if we have been born of God, we would have put our faith in him and done that by listening to his words, following his commandments, obeying his teachings, doing our best, repenting when we do wrong, not by listening to man-made teachings, separate from his scripture. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Romans 10, 17. How can I have faith in Jesus as the Son of God if I'm not listening to his word? But the world makes God out to be a liar. Boy, John uses some tough words here. I would be very scared to call God a liar in anything. But the world does. How do they do that? Do they physically go out and say, gee, God's a liar? Well, some might, but not always. God is not a liar, nor can he be. But when people follow teachings other than what God declares, what are they saying about God? His teachings are false. He's a liar. Then they doubt him. Doubt creates what? Lack of trust. Doubt creates what? Angst. Doubt creates belief in something else. So if you don't follow God through his word, what do you believe? Well, John then brings up the concept of the evil one. Because you don't believe in God's prophetic word. There are many false teachings being presented as truth, even when the apostles lived. Jews, as we saw in that video, who basically say that God cannot become human, and if he did, that would, if you claim that, that's idolatry. Or the Torah is everlasting, it cannot change. Faith in Jesus Christ is wrong. That goes on today. Imagine how it went on then. The Persian mysticism that went around. Docetism from a Jewish and even Gentile standpoint. Even witchcraft. We know Paul dealt with that, right? In Ephesians when people all burned all their witch books. And the belief in many gods. So disbelieving Christ's humanity is a big deal. Because that's one of the foundational points as a Christian. And that can only come from one source when you disbelieve that Christ was human. Where? 
the evil one. We know that we are from God, says the apostles, and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. 1 John 5, 19. So we need to overcome, which is our third point. 1 John chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify the Spirit and the water and the blood, and the three agree. If we receive the testimony of man, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony of God. Jesus was immersed into water by whom? John the Baptist. As he started his ministry. This was to fulfill all righteousness, according to Matthew. And God spoke and said at that moment, what? This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He was human. Jesus was born by a human, and her name was Mary. I don't find anywhere in Scripture that Mary is put down as a person. And for someone to be chosen to carry Jesus, that's a pretty special thing. He became flesh and blood, and as God, who was also human, he relied on the Father as we should rely on the Father. Or as the apostles declared, we heard him, we saw him, we touched him. 1 John 1, 1 through 3. And the Holy Spirit affirmed this reality. The water, the blood, the Spirit. Because it was the Holy Spirit who brought the proclamation to the prophets and the apostles to begin with. Those who understand and follow God through Christ are those born of God. They are those who say, immerse me for the forgiveness of my sins. Because Jesus, born of flesh, who is God, can take away my sins. Because he was perfect as God and as human and the only sacrifice that could save me. I want to be in his kingdom, in his church. I want to obey and follow my only Savior who is God. Now tell me, is that a person who is born of God? Is it someone who takes it seriously? They are in it for the long haul. You see, eternal life comes through Jesus, not just saying the words, but living for him. Jesus is where eternal life resides, and only through forgiveness that Jesus provides can we be saved. So how important is it to keep the fundamental teachings that come from God? How important is that? It is so important because it carries eternal consequences. You may have met some competitive people out there. 
I know some of you are pretty competitive. I don't know if I am, I say sarcastically. You might yourself use this particular tactic in life, and I don't see anybody here doing this. But <clears throat> there are those who will help somebody become successful as long as it benefits them. I will train this person as long as it benefits me. But I will hold back some key teachings so they don't get better than me and become more successful than I am. You see how that is? That's competitive nature. That's done in business. That's done in sports. In Christ, he wants all people to have the greatest of blessings, eternal life. He's not holding anything back. He wants all of us to live as if we've been born of God and we know who the Son of God is, Jesus Christ. We live for Him. We'll die for Him. We'll follow His commandments and His teachings. We'll repent when we fall to folly. In Christ, he wants all of us to have this blessings. Only come to understand God's truth concerning salvation through Jesus Christ. This can only come by believing in God's Son. 1 John 5, 11. And this is the testimony that God gave us, eternal life, and this is in his Son. You might be going, I know that. That's why I'm here. But how many of you were amazed at that video of the Jewish gentleman who does not believe in Jesus to realize there's people out there that think that we are bonkers. They need to know Jesus Christ was human. He is God. He died for our sins. He has a kingdom that was prophesied way back in Isaiah that's coming through fruition, through fruition through his church as the New Testament delivers the greater understanding that was prophesied by the Holy Spirit from the Holy Spirit to Isaiah even. And if it came true then, is it true now? Do Isaiah's words fall short? No. Have you been born of God? Have you been born of God? And that's the lesson. First point is manger is part of the teaching concerning Jesus as the Son of God coming in the flesh. Beautiful teaching. We need to know it. We need to hear it. We need to understand its purpose. The world creates other teachings that distort the nature of God's truth in Jesus. How many people say, oh, the miracles, they didn't happen. They're just fictitious stories made up by early people. 
Oh, how distressing that is. Overcome. Do you want victory? Do you want everlasting life? It starts with understanding the nature of Jesus. If there's anybody here today who's have any prayer requests or other concerns, this is a great time to come forward as together we